Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. A lot of people have been killed. A lot of interpreters have been killed because, you know, two months ago, one interpreter got killed uh, in my, my, like my in province, my province to the district, the province I'm from, and it's clearly everybody know about it, so... We uh, called him Mr. Khan on this program last weekend. He joined us from Afghanistan. Interpreter for the Canadian Armed Forces when we were battling, our forces were battling, in Afghanistan against the Taliban and the insurgents. Hi, everybody. Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. And we have collectively, and I believe the vast majority of you are listening to this program, if you heard last weekend and previous programs we've aired with and about the interpreters, you want them in this country. Because their lives are under direct threat. The Taliban and the insurgents, with the Americans pulling out now, have informed the interpreters and killed some of them that you will be murdered. And uh, the Americans, we said this last weekend, the Americans, the Brits, the Australians, they have made arrangements to either get the interpreters who worked with their armed forces into those countries or into safe third countries. Meanwhile, Canada is saying to the interpreters through third parties, just apply. Apply for entry to Canada. And they're monitoring the situation. It's just outrageous. And uh, General Ahmed Habibi was on this program a week ago today. Afghan National Army, who uh, fought alongside Canadian troops, Major Mark Campbell was with us from the PPCLI, who supports um, General Habibi. General Habibi doesn't sleep in the same bed for more than two nights because he's a target of the Taliban and the insurgents. He was given, uh, awarded a meritorious service medal by this country, ours. And now they're not even replying. Ottawa's not even replying when General Habibi asks for the right to come to Canada with his family. So, apply. Seriously? Apply. Just go through regular channels. Apply and uh, we'll consider your application and perhaps we'll allow you in. So when it comes to applications, when it comes to immigration issues, let's play the game. Let's just play the game for a few minutes. Let's do what the federal government is telling the interpreters to do. Let's apply. And the best way I know to do that is to speak to my good friend Richard Curland, who's one of this country's foremost immigration lawyers. He's based in Vancouver. He has advised both federal and provincial governments, as well as the Auditor General for this country. So, Richard, we, we know the stories. We know the, the, the tremendous threat that hangs over the heads of the interpreters and their families. And our government is saying apply. So let's play the game. What does apply mean? Well, it means stall. And the government knows full well Taliban looming into a position of control equates with risk of death to uh, individuals who clearly assisted Canadian military operations. Uh, they helped Canada. Uh, uh, we we can fix this the same way Canada decided uh, prior to a previous election to announce uh, 40,000 
Syrian refugees uh, can uh, be processed. They applied. They were in dramatically uh, quick. Uh, Canada can have it both ways. We've done stuff in that region that the public may or may not like, and I remember bringing to public attention the fact that our Canadian embassy in Damascus was facilitating visa issuance immediately for the daughter of a very senior Syrian intelligence official so she could give birth in Canada and create a Canadian citizen. So apply, yeah. What category? What forms? Where's your special measure? Where's your ministerial instruction? You can't apply in a vacuum. It's up to our immigration minister to create a special uh, program or a ministerial instruction to do two things. One, give hope. By allowing individuals, these families, to know that they are eligible, they can save their lives. By going to a third country uh, with the assistance of Canada and waiting it out, or by being uh, brought to Canada, uh, these are individuals known to us, worked with us at sensitive junctures in military operations. <laughs> so uh, this is a political uh, issue uh, that merits a political solution to save lives of people who helped us. Yeah, people who saved Canadian lives because it's Canadian military who fought in Afghanistan who will tell you, and they've told us on this program, Major Mark Campbell just last weekend, telling us on this program that, yes, Afghan interpreters saved Canadian soldiers' lives. So what Real are we quick. doing? We're talking about a few dozen families. What are we doing? <laughs> I, I had assumed it was significantly more than a few dozen families. Shame, shame, shame. If we're talking about less than 100 families? That's what we're told. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, look, it's the American experience. Whenever there's a military operation overseas, Vietnam, Korea, you name it, part of the strategic package will include immigration. Immigration of uh, the, the, the new wives of soldiers stationed to those countries during combat, as well as other assets, including interpreters. Now, I'm sure Canada was well aware of uh, the policies of uh, the United States and our uh, like-minded friends. What I cannot explain from a policy position, is why Canada is departing from the proven path of sanctuary that's offered by the very people we were fighting, uh, the bad guys, uh, helping us uh, do the task, Australia and the United States and others. Yeah. So who is it that's blocking the arrival of these people who helped save Canadian lives? Not only blocking them, but also consigning them to, uh, to, to violent death of the hands of the Taliban. Yeah, and that people really should take this seriously. I mean, I remember, you've you got to understand the dynamics of that region. I had to um, uh, ex, ex, uh, exfiltrate uh, a family. Uh, they, were, they were accused of conspiracy to have boyfriends in Iran. And uh, their brother was lashed to death because he put himself up for bail. You're dealing with theocracies. These are people who do not share our values and who will implement their violent solutions uh, to innocent uh, people. And these, this is a situation of our interpreters. 
we need to exfiltrate them now. Yeah. Uh, we, we need to do it. And I hope our listeners will push. Get onto your MP, get onto ministers, get onto Trudeau and, and the PMO. Push them, push them, push them, and remind them when an election is coming up, because we'll keep reminding you. Now, Richard, in the, can, can you just give me two minutes, please, on the change as far as the regulations are concerned, the adjustments in regulations for entering Canada by land if you're double vaccinated? Mm. By the way, I went on to, I tried to go on to Can, what is it, Arrive Can? Arrive Can. Yeah, A R R I V C A N. And this morning, and they said, come back tomorrow. <laughs> come back. That's when it changes to tomorrow, so the whole thing's going to crash. Well, that's contract. They're supposed to open <laughs> that uh, um, uh, web portal July 5th. Yeah. And they expect, I don't know why they didn't do it earlier, but uh, they expect hundreds of thousands of people to be able to access this thing simultaneously within hours. And experience shows that that same ideolo- ideological uh, policy stance failed. When uh, CRA tried to do the same thing on its portal, it consistently fails when there's, uh, at the federal level and provincial level, a high volume intake within a short period of time. So just watch the post because inevitably we're going to hear stories (laughs) of uh, human inconvenience and tragedy because of the decision to delay opening uh, of this uh, arrive can system, it and should it, have been open days ago. And if, if the system wasn't ready days ago, that's a problem. Yes, uh, it is. So if it's ready, open push it. the send button or push the open button and be done with it. Don't wait until tomorrow. Open yeah. today. The bu- the open one is probably the green one. <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.